Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. In our last episode, Brittany, Declan, Darendil, and Eric leave the dread mausoleum of the ancient sorceress, the men riding the wheeled sarcophagi outside to their delight and Brittany's disgusted indifference. They strip the desiccated corpses within for their clothing and what little treasure they had and fasten the buoyant lids of the sarcophagi into additional small rafts. Rejoined with the remainder of the group, the ragtag little fleet heads off down another of the winding tunnels, hoping to find safety. With Declan becoming acquainted with his new magical sword, Dawnbringer, the Duragar companion, Bupido, notes that he cannot smell the smoke of dwarven civilization he knows to be nearby. Curious and seeking any hope of escape, the crew floats off. Finally, they enter a large cavern festooned with giant webs fashioned into fantastic ropes and bridges. Before delving a single inch further, the group collectively decides to nope out of there and turn back. We've got people who can it's sneak ahead, look around. Because it's this or the Rapids Tunnel. Ooh. Or Brimstone. No, we're not doing Brimstone. Brimstone is the alchemical, um, one of the alchemical, like, uh, what's it called? Um, sorry, I haven't slept in a while. Signs for, like, hells and devils and stuff like that? I really don't feel like dealing with that. Okay. So... Symbols. Ah, that was a word. If we are <laughs> careful and go ahead here, we might be able to find other passages out. Okay, fine. Or the rapids... Since we're not doing brimstone. Yeah. Well, we've already come this far. Why don't we wait? Let me do a little bit of scouting ahead. And I'll see if there's... This could be abandoned, for all we know. It could be. So... Might um, just be a ladder to the surface. If you think you got this, why don't you have a look around? <laughs> and if you don't come back, or if we hear you screaming in agony, we'll go try the rapids. Don't worry. In all circumstances, I'll think I've got this. Well, in case you don't, and I'm going to put my <laughs> hands on either side of his face, good luck, crazy boy, and give him a D8 of inspiration. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to put on my cloak of elven kind and hum the Mission Impossible theme song as I sneak away into the cavern. <laughs> So, Nick, if you're not intimately familiar with the Cloak of Elvenkind, he gets advantage on his stealth checks, and you get disadvantage on perception checks made to find him. Yep. And he's making music as he goes. Do you, do you, have, a, you have a climbing speed as a rogue, right? No. <laughs> uh, I have my potion of climbing. If it looks like I won't be able to move around without the use of that, then I will drink it. So if you paddle your coracle into the middle of this cavern, goodness gracious, holy jeezum. So this 
I described it as cylindrical. Mm -hmm. But it's not cylindrical. I lied. What you found your way into is a chasm. It takes you a long time to get to the other side. It must be at least 2,000 feet wide. And by the time you get to the other side, you see along the wall, there don't seem to be other tunnels at this level. And you don't know how long this chasm stretches in either direction left. What about up? If you go up, you could try and climb to get to one of the webs. But what do I see above me? Just webs? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can only see 60 feet, right? With your dark vision? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can only see the webs. They extend up into darkness. Hmm. Hold on. And I would have to, you would have to climb to get up to those webs, right? Yeah. The nearest ones to you are about 60 feet up. Alright. Um... Is it just water down here, or can I get to a shore? It's just water. Hmm. Could you make a perception check for me? I can. Dirty 20. As you're paddling around, you catch, you hear something on the edge. You, you hear something. Goodness gracious. Freeze. And you look up, and you think you see a quick motion down the web. <laughs> and as you watch closely, you see a face peek over the edge, and then quickly peek back. And then two faces peek over the edge. One ducks quickly back, and the other stays there, and then goes back. What kind of faces? It's very difficult to tell at this distance. Humanoid faces, or, okay, general coloration? You can't tell colors. It's the dark. Mm. As you're looking up, the dawn is just like, I could could light it up if you want. No, I can't see how that could possibly be a bad idea. <laughs> and she looks up, uh, and you light it up as the two faces are peeking over, and they duck back. Goblins! Two of them. Oh. On the webs. On the webs, yes. And they appear to be moving pretty fast. Hmm. Well, goblins aren't particularly dangerous. Hello! Hello up there! Uh, shut up! We're not drow! We just escaped from the drow. Oh, shut up. Do I look dangerous to you? I'm standing in a box. And the, the one head peeks over the edge again. Your boat is made of rock. Yes. And then once again you see the face pulled back. <laughs> Do you, where, where does this lead? Go, go away! We don't want anything to do with you. My name's Declan. There, now you've had something to do with care. me. Oh, I think you do. You just don't want to admit it. You're curious. You want to know who we are. You're curious, I can tell. You hear the whole say, I want to know who they are. Is, is it just you? No, oh, I've got some friends. We just came down the really tight tunnel where we had to, like, lay down. We don't know where we're going. Well, well, well. if you don't know where you're going, you're bound to die in the Underdark. Well, we have a general idea. Up. We want to go up. The surface is up. You want to go to the surface, huh? Yes. That is the ultimate goal. That's a pretty dangerous journey. Why? It's got to be better than down. Sometimes. Tell you what, my friend and I can guide you. We can help you get you to a settlement. That'll help you get to the surface. Hmm. And I suppose you wouldn't be doing the service for free now, would you? 
you uh, happen to come across any uh, interesting baubles or trinkets or something you could share with your friends who are helping you. Hmm. How about this? I reach my bag, I pull out the ivory wand. Oh, pretty! Alright, but, but if you find anything else, maybe, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, right? Absolutely. Alright, bring your friends. Right. We'll lower a rope down. I turn to the party and gesture. You're 2,000 feet away from the party. <laughs> I'm sure he still does that. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns and waves for you guys to come off. <laughs> me, my raw. Did we really let Declan take the lead on me? I mean, what choice did we really have? It's granted, still. I wait a little bit. I don't think they can see me from over there. I'll be right back. <laughs> Start paddling over. Oh, there he is. Alright. I found some folks who are willing to take us up to the webs and lead us to a settlement. Are they drow? No. Are one, they driders? One's a goblin. What's the other one? I don't know. Beggars and choosers. Let's go. <laughs> we paddle. Oh. When you make it back to where Declan had met them before, there's a strand of silk rope hanging down. When you guys ascend it, you meet two little goblins who introduce themselves as Yuck Yuck and Spiderbait. Adorable. Why are you called Spiderbait? He's bait for the spiders. He's got actually a huge mass of scars on the side of his face. Which Yuck Yuck tells you he received from a spider. Oh. And he's still here. It's a good name. Impressive. I'm sure your well, pirates are very proud. We, uh, we've been navigating these webs for years. It's amazing what you can find in here. Oh. Yeah, and we, uh, we figured out a trick to move pretty quickly. Okay. He pulls out a little jar of some substance, like an oil, smears it on his feet, takes a running leap, and starts gliding along the webs, down, downward. Ooh, that's so, yeah, if you want, we can teach you how to surf the web. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. I, uh, I need a minute. <laughs> Guys, that joke is literally written into the... Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's... <laughs> <sighs> oh, fantastic. Oh, Wizards of the Coast. Every so often, oh. you see someone take a chance, and you gotta applaud the fact that they took the chance. At the same time, you have to go, Why? Why now? Why? Why would you do that? I mean, I'm kind of they're trying to break up, like, the seriousness and the despair with puns. And even though I'm not a huge fan of puns, some people are. In, so in their them. place. I like puns, but for feck's sake. Okay, um <laughs> but this is a skill they are willing to teach us. And I would love to learn. Oh, here's the ivory wand. So where are the spiders that made these? Uh, you never know. You'll encounter them occasionally, but they're pretty easy to avoid if you oil. Because then they can't trap you. Uh yeah. See what they want in exchange for teaching us how to use this particular method of getting around the web, as it were. They'll settle for uh, two gold pieces a day that they escort you along the, the web. So it'll take a while to get to Grackle but they've offered to take you there. Sounds fine to me. And by land, no less. Just how far is Grackle Stew from here? Two days, you say? 
It's 12 days. What would you save for instead of two gold pieces, two silver pieces per day? Shinier. And a smile from me. I am very shiny. Spider bait really likes that. Smiles are really Yeah. And Nucky just like punching him in the arm. We take the gold. How heavy are the sarcophagus lids? The lids? Yeah. We'll say about as heavy as a kayak. Kayak all. So we could, but no. I think we're abandoning ship here. That darn. Could one of them fit into a bag of holding? No, I don't think so. Bag of holding, I think the limit, what, 50 pounds? I don't know. And, and uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're fairly large. I don't think the drawstring's gonna go that big. Darn. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Two gold a day it is, then. Absolutely. Nice. So, you guys all get taught how to surf the webs. It's, it's pretty... Basically, you get to move at double speed along the webs. Which is pretty, pretty neat. Fantastic. Uh, it's going to take a while to ascend to where you need to go, but once you get back on the roads, it'll be a 12 days journey before you get to Grapple Stoop. From there, you're going to want to approach carefully because of the guards all around the edge. They're always watching the tunnels to make sure nobody sneaks in. So if you're at all looking to do funny business, it'd be best if you do it sneaky like. Now, the last thing we want to do is funny business. Yes. Mm -hmm. Along the journey, 12 days, I kind of want to skip here. I just want to skip over the traveling and just say, you know, it, you guys already know how difficult traveling is. Mm -hmm. It's miserable. Yes. It's not a fun walk. I don't need to emphasize that by throwing a bunch of bad things at you and rolling dice and, oh man, that's bad. So, <laughs> wow, that's bad. This really sucks. I am miserable. This oh, is such oh, a great adventure. This. I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> you know, that, we, that... We've been out of society for long enough. I think it's time that we actually get you guys to a settlement where we can enjoy some social encounters and stuff. It was important to go to the grotto, as you'll learn, Thank as you. you'll learn later. The history behind that is is useful. But just just to assure you that that, that did matter to the story, whether mm -hmm. or not you know it now. Um, this this is the part where we are the hobbits being carried by the orcs. We do not need to cover every foot to Isengard. Yes. Right. <laughs> to Isengard. To Isengard. Yeah. As our robust heroes engage in their truncated travel to Grackelstug, you might well recall that Declan and Eric had fully planned on capitalizing on the most entertaining door in the world. While they had planned on having the dwarven members of their party examine the intricate mechanisms, somehow this most daring of entrepreneurial plans never saw fruition. Flash back with me now, dear listeners, as we take a rare peek into the past to see how that simplest of plans actually played out. When you guys come out of the mausoleum, you grab Eldith, and uh, have to convince her though that she that she needs to go into this mausoleum to look at this stuff because she's absolutely creeped out by dead people and tombs. Do you want me to hold your hand? That won't be necessary. Thank you very much. You're not going to go anywhere near anything dead. We already surfed out with the sarcophagi. There's currently fewer dead things in there than there are out here. 
Yeah, but there are spirits and stuff in there. Oh, no, we, no, we killed those. the spirits. We killed the hell out of those. Well, they tried to eat us, so we killed them. You have to see this, this door. This mechanism must be that it really has to be fascinating and new and exciting, as you say. Well, you have no idea. I'm gonna be very pissed. You have no idea. Uh oh, you're, you're you're gonna love this. So you managed to get her upstairs, <laughs> and you guys go over to the door. Are Check you gonna demonstrate in the same way you did before? Oh yeah! <laughs> yes, absolutely. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> just go wide or pupils dilate. <laughs> <laughs> this has been down here for how many thousands of years and it still functions like this? Yeah, exactly. The other one did not. Oh, the other one turned into a dreidel. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, she has absolutely no idea how this thing works, so it might take her a little bit to figure it out. We gotta tie the rafts together anyway, so mm-hmm. we have a while. We haven't got so able to get Bibi though. As long as one of you promises to stay with me at all times, I'll get this. I'll I'll figure out how this works. I'll stay with her. Okay, Laura. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I find this architecture to be fascinating. I'm a researcher. I can well, be very. Why don't you go study the architecture in that side of the room? I already did. I'm very efficient. <laughs> something, something fishy. I'm, I'm gonna. I want to assist her, and oh, also, okay. uh, I want to also inspire her. So she gets a D8. She's inspired to do better. Because Brittany's just staying there, like, judging her silently. Or at least that's what she thinks is happening, but Brittany just... You give her inspiration. Yeah. And normally she would have disadvantage on it with you around. But because you're trying to help, that at least cancels out the disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) She just works when I'm around. (laughs) She still rolled a four. Plus a d8. With the d8. Oh my god. Eldith is dumb, guys. What about, what about the what about Bibido? Bibido? Bobido? Bobido. Dinky's Avenger. Dinky's Avenger. <laughs> yeah, he no, he doesn't care anything about architecture or stonemasonry or anything. He's like he's a bloodthirsty maniac. Okay. He he stabs people in the face with knives that he holds between his teeth. He's not the kind of person to go, oh wow, look at this magical mechanism that holds a rotating door in place. That's fair, yeah. Eldith, do you think that they like cut into it and then have like a swiveling mechanism that like whenever you apply force to the outside of the door, it automatically like forces it all to go around like a centrifugal vortex? You just give me a blank stare, I don't I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> are, are you saying that you're saying this to Eldith, right? Yes. I'm trying to, like, okay. give her suggestions, ideas, trying to get something happening in her brain. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just sitting there. You can hear, like, it sounds like stones grinding together in her head, you know? <laughs> what, strangely enough, it's it's the two deep gnomes who suddenly poke their heads around, waddle over to the door, start poking, prodding, pushing, checking. One of them lifts the other one up on his shoulders mm-hmm. so she can, like, get to the hinge on the top. It's looking through it. They're all, they're poking, prodding at this thing. 
and they finally just go drop down, look at you, Brittany, and both give you a simultaneous thumbs up. Excellent. Here, you can draw it on this no in this notebook, please. They take it, and they both actually, like, start drawing at the same time. Like, Ooh. you watch their arms, like, cross over each other. The pencils, like, they're going, like, <laughs> getting their elbows over each other. And, <laughs> and every so often, they'll, like, toss the pencil the other hand and start writing with the other. Fascinating. These are two incredibly smart, like, crazy smart ones. If you look in the notebook, you see that they're not, they're comparing this. The drawings aren't necessarily of the door. It's weird sigils, glyphs, small diagrams of little bits and pieces, and actually comparing them to notes about, they're, they're flipping pages and drawing on different pages. They're filling up pages of this notebook with drawings also of what look like golems and like figures made out of stone. Fascinating. Then they take pages out of the notebook, fold them up, stick them in their loincloths, and hand you the notebook back. I want a copy of those. They just both look at each other, roll their eyes in opposite directions, <laughs> take back the notebook, and start drawing again. <laughs> Good. Just at the end, they both, like, they each have a hand on one side, but slap it shut, hand it to you. Thank you. Nod to each other, and waddle back downstairs. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eldith is crouched over at the bottom of the door and goes, Oh, so it's a peg that sits in the hole. <sighs> oh, that's how that works. And that's how you guys got notes on the door. <laughs> 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 one giant eye roll. <laughs> followed by lots of tiny little snake eye rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair just does the wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exasperated um, Medusa. That's all for this episode of Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Our cast is Scott as Eric Severin, Walker as Declan Quinn, and Candace as Brittany. I'm Nick, your DM, signing off until next time. Thanks for listening. For more high-quality pyrophilia, find us at thelayeraction.com. That's thelayeraction.com. <laughs>